Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Michael Woodson joining us now from Orlando. Phil, any uh, different to you to be going into this now? Twice you were named interim coach. And recently, it's the first time I've gotten to talk to you since you were named uh, the actual head coach. The interim tag was taken away. Did uh, Does it feel any different to you? A different feeling for you or your players or anything like that? And by the way, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, honestly, no. Uh, you know, we've been so focused on, you know, trying to make sure we – make the sacrifices that we need to, to train and compete at the highest level in what's been a different year. Um, you know, and, and also as a staff, we've been just focused on giving these guys the best possible experience that they can have. Um, and that's, a, you know, staying present day in and day out. I uh, really had, hadn't thought much about the future, hadn't, hadn't thought much about anything other than what can we do here at Baylor to, to serve these young men. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and um, so happy to be with you today. Lot go- lots going on in the sports world. Lots going on locally. We do have uh, at uh, Kiowa Island, oh, I love this course. I love kind of the, the course right there on the coastline with bunkers everywhere. The rough is high, and the PGA Championship is underway. And uh, we will keep you updated on that. In fact, we've got some updates that will come directly from Kiowa Island. Man, just it sounds like kind of a mystical place. Right now, um, as we speak, and I'm sure uh, Garrett Ross filling in for Steven. He's not really filling in. He's part of our show. This is the new 3 o'clock lineup. And um, we'll just kind of keep doing our thing. But uh, you got the you got it on there. It's on ESPN right now, mm-hmm. uh, Garrett. And um, I would say right now, pretty cool leaderboard. Wind's blowing out there like crazy, and right now you have a, a man five five guys tied for first. So I mean, it, it is really something. And the the amount of traps around. These greens, it, it, it's unlike anything you normally see on TV. It is crazy how many traps they have. And uh, we will continue to kind of keep you updated. But just so you know, uh, we have Keegan Bradley. Of course, he's a uh, Keegan's been around and, and has actually won a major. Victor Hovland from Oklahoma State, he's tied for first. Brooks Kepka, an owner of... Golly, four majors? I know he's got three for sure. They have four. Um, big time. And, of course, he's been a little hurt, but he has bounced back and is playing really well. Dustin Johnson had a double bogey earlier today, and now he's just gone in some really horrible gorse or whatever you want to call it. He's on 579-yard par five. I was up late last night, Garrett, just watching all the commentary on this thing, and this is a fascinating place because it's playing extremely long. So you would think, well, DeChambeau might have a big edge. But if you can keep it straight and keep it in, it's still for shot makers. It just depends on which way is the wind blowing. So they said some days the back nine last few holes are going to be like beyond belief hard. But when the wind's with them, it changes. And, boy, Spieth just blew one past the hole. So if you like golf, even if you don't, 
man, we'll, we'll be all over this thing, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And I think for tomorrow, I'm going to try to go on a quest to get a hold of a legend. Garrett, this is a guy I used to have on in Dallas all the time. Dallas's own Lee Trevino, and he's about as fun mm-hmm. as it gets. Uh, and had him on for years. He was kind of the official. He Every day he'd come on during the major, and um, Lee is just too funny. And usually I can find him. My best chance of finding him is he's like the pro in residence at the, the Greenbrier, the famous Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia. And uh, you know what's famous? Um, you're, you're kind of a historical guy. You like mm-hmm. reading history. Do you understand what's famous historically about the Greenbrier? Do you I, know off the top of your head? I have no clue. I'm just going to be honest. I have no clue. All right. That is where they would have moved Congress when there was the Cold War going on. They built in secrecy a place where they would move Congress, uh, you know, the uh, House of Representatives, the Senate. They, they, they built a place where all those people could be protected underground in, in bunk beds and in all the facilities in a room where they would meet. That was at the Greenbrier. And so unbeknownst to anybody, until somebody in like 1995 or something finally broke the story, there was this whole place underground where the, where the White House, ba- or basically the, the Capitol, everybody involved in our government, if the, in case of a nuclear war, they would have all moved to the Greenbrier. And that is, uh, that is in West Virginia, uh, about two hours, about an hour and a half away from uh, Morgantown, where West Virginia is. So anyway, that's where Lee Trevino hangs out all the time. So uh, Garrett just thought I would educate you a little bit. Appreciate there. that. Some history. And uh, Garrett Ross is uh, our man on the ground today. Uh, he's in the newsroom. I am in my usual studio, and I will keep you uh, updated because – I'm watching this thing as we speak. It's on ESPN, and um, right now you have a five-way tie for first place. And then as I look, there's uh, there's already a guy that's finished today that's the reigning champ. He's only one shot back, and that's Colin Morikawa. Uh, this is, uh, man, this is a lot of fun. So, <clears throat> and and I also had uh, reached out. He's, let's see, I'm, uh. I'm trying to uh, see what he's saying to me. Anyway, uh, hoping to get Baylor's uh, men's golf coach, Mike McGraw. I love having him on during majors. And um, he is uh, one time recently, Garrett, I had an awkward moment. <laughs> you know, he's so incredible. I love Mike. He's become a really good friend. And I. it was during the Masters, and I suddenly had, you know, Steven, and we were trying to track him down. I really wanted right. Mike to come on with me. And – I just hadn't done my homework that day. They were preparing that afternoon to tee off in a tournament. And I'm just, you know, I'm blowing yeah, you him you ain't going to get him that day. Mike, Mike, let's go. Come on, let's talk Masters. And anyway, uh, they, they barely, they missed the NCAAs by one stroke. And I'm so bummed about that. Because he's got a really talented young team. He's got a lot of great players coming in there. But um, some of those seniors... Like uh, Cooper Dossie. Dossie's got a little brother named Luke Dossie who's really, really a fine player. And he may end up, you never know, he's, he's so highly skilled. He may, both of those guys are great. Cooper did not have the senior year he wanted. He's really, literally one of the best players in the country. 
and I don't know, he, he might have been a little banged up or something, but he just didn't have the scene. The, he got an extra year, and they missed it. They missed it by one stroke, and this is what kills me, Garrett, you know, because I watch these tournaments, and I'm watching stroke by stroke to right. see how they're doing. And like one of, and I'm not even going to mention his name because I don't want to single him out, but one of my favorite players on the team coming down the stretch, Baylor's, he, he, gets, a, he gets a triple. He gets a triple bogey. And then one guy, sadly, took a nine on a hole on a par four. Like, I won't even mark a nine down, Garrett. Like, I won't. I, it just I, didn't happen? By, by the time a nine happens, I'm to the next hole. I'm like, that ball's in my pocket. I am not going to stay out there and record a nine. Now, part of that is when you have a certain handicap, you're not really supposed to take. Like, sometimes people will sandbag to get their handicap where they want it to play in certain tournaments. Yeah. In college golf, they don't do any of that stuff, okay? That's that's scrambles and goofy stuff like I like to play in. By the way, Mickelson is two over, two over for his round. But this is a fun, fun golf course to watch. Um, I like watching the British Open because it looks so different. And um, and Garrett, I don't know how much you like golf. I know you're uh, I know you're way into sports. I would recommend you settle in this evening. They'll show the replay tonight, and I would settle in and I would watch some of this. Now we do have some NBA basketball, some more play in, and and what we'll do at uh, at three twenty is I, and I, we can have some people call in if you want to. I'll we'll get the lines open. Um, that's fine, but we almost saw we almost saw something just unbelievable happened last night we almost saw uh the lakers go down <laughs> in their first play and it, oh i think anybody who's not a lakers fans there's a lot of hangers on there's a lot of bandwagoning lakers fans but those of us who are not were have never been bigger warriors fans than last night garrett were you rooting like crazy for the warriors i was really Please. just rooting for a good game honestly oh goodness. look I, i'm I, look. switzerland i forget yeah <laughs> Man, no. i just don't have i don't have an opinion i'm in radio but i just don't have an opinion i on didn't that. care who won the garrett. game i didn't care who won the game i wanted to see a good game uh i look when you have two players like lebron and steph going at it i, I think you kind of just gotta it, look i don't have a dog in the fight so i was sitting back and just enjoying the show watching those two go head to head I get that. I get that. Watching them go head to head, and then of course LeBron, as only he could. Do we? Do we? Are we going to have that at three twenty, Garrett? Do we have the oh, audio? Oh, we got it. We got it. Oh, good, good. I, I you got to hear this, and and I think we've got to decide for ourselves: Are we buying this? I'm not. Are we? Are we buying this from LeBron? Save your opinion. Save it for three twenty. People are just dying to hear, Garrett. Um, are we? We've got to. We've got to figure this out. Um, what he was doing last night when suddenly, what tears were in his eyes, he couldn't see. We'll hear the audio, and I want to see what people think. I, I just got to say, I, I went up with some buddies to our favorite, uh, our favorite local watering hole, and we were watching that late into the evening. And, that, you know, that game started at 9 or 9.15 Central. And... Garrett, I, I would just say what Steph did at the end of the first half, that was such vintage Steph, just, you know, twirling around, stepping to his left, hitting a bucket. I mean, they're up by 13 at one point in that game, and it just was too good to be true. And finally, Anthony Davis and, and, uh, and LeBron put it together and came flying back. I Or is 
can the Lakers do this again from the seven spot? I think it sets up. And again, we're going to talk more specifically about LeBron, the way that game ended at 320. But I, I would say, Garrett, that uh, and we got to watch. I got to watch my time here because we do have a PGA, like an official update from Kiowa Island. Kiowa. Sometimes it looks like Ki- Kiowa. I think that's how you say it. I was having to kind of do a double take on that. But we're we need to uh, we we Ted Emmerich, who by the way trained under Mosley. Report, used to report to me, uh, Garrett. Guess who? Guess what he did? He used to run the board for oh. my show in Dallas. So there's and hope now, for me. Now he's yes, right. That's right. Now he's at Kiowa, Kiowa Island doing updates, and we'll hear his voice. You'll count it down to me in my ear. I like that, and we'll go straight to Ted Emmerich if it works. Sometimes when uh, Stephen will go to punch it, uh, Garrett, it it it's not there. Okay, so just be be ready. Be okay. ready to go to something else if it doesn't work. Um, so yeah, bottom line is I keep coming back to it. The, the, the NBA, uh, I did not get into the first game. I understand that this, the Spurs did fight back. They were way down. They made it a game. Uh, DeRozan, who really is a nice player and he's kind of, he's their leader. They've got some other talented players on that team, San Antonio, but I think DeRozan ended up going like five for 21. Yeah, he was bad. What happens to me in the uh, – what, what happens that gets me – that's really interesting in the playoffs is you every once in a while you see some, like, incredible uh, defensive performances. And I thought Wiggins last night played some really good D. As much as I used to get sick of him doing that Katniss, Hunger Games, quiver and arrow deal, the quiver and the, the, the bow and arrow – that Wes Matthews did, well, they put him in last night, and he changed the game. He changed the game for the Lakers. So if you want to get in on some NBA talk, we're, we're going to be open to that. We'll let you do that, and, uh, and we're going to do that next because we need to hear from LeBron, and we want to hear from you. Is this a fake? Is this fake wrestling? Is this professional wrestling? Or do you think this is legit? Do you think the great LeBron was being legit? Because it looked a little Dwayne Wade-ish to me. His old buddy who used to, you know, need the stretcher. Or Paul Pierce. Get me the get me the, uh, the wheelchair and get me out of here. And then, of course, they'd come back. It'd be like, you know, James Brown putting on the cape. Uh, so we will, uh, we will let our folks. All right, we're getting closer to an update on the PGA Championship. I'm being told we have a minute. Garrett will count it down for me. I always appreciate that. And then we'll get from Garrett our local. Uh, we'll get an update. We got some local baseball going on, and that's kind of fun. And then we've got tomorrow the Baylor women uh, female golfers, the women's team. Whoa, this this team is stacked. And we had Coach, uh, we had Jay Goble on yesterday uh, from Scottsdale. That's Greyhawk. It's a very famous. It's a very famous golf course, and uh, so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited uh, to to check on them because I love watching the scores. and And that's Gurleen Core, and that is Hannah Karg. And then also we'll keep you updated on tennis, men's tennis today. That's TCU, and we'll need to get you updated on that first. We'll get you ready for. The PGA Championship. Keegan Bradley in the lead, but we will now go to Ted Emmerich.
for an update from Kiowa Island. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy tonight with low temperatures falling to 68 degrees. It'll be cloudy tomorrow with a 40% chance of scattered showers, maybe a storm, a high of 81. And the same thing on Saturday, mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of scattered showers and an isolated thunderstorm with highs around 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Lady Bear Softball from the NCAA Tournament on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball opens play in the NCAA Gainesville Regional Friday afternoon against South Alabama. 3.15 for the warm-up show. 3.30 first pitch for Baylor Lady Bear Softball. Follow the Lady Bears in NCAA Regional Play on 101.3 FM. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Alan Samuels is celebrating Jeep Memorial Day sales event with an exciting time for the new Jeep Cherokee Latitude or Lux with up to $5,000 in values or 0% for 84 months. The new Jeep Cherokee Latitude Plus or Lux is built tough as nails and the Memorial Day sales event is going on now. Jeep, a great SUV. Alan Samuels, the award-winning customer service Central Texas dealer. The best place to get your next SUV. Located at 201 West Loop 340. Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. Come by. Let's be friends. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. New York Yankees pitcher Corey Kluber threw the sixth no-hitter in Major League Baseball this season, mowing down the Rangers last night at Globe Life Field. He struck out nine and only allowed one base runner on a walk, guiding the Yankees to a 2-0 win. Rangers and Yankees finished that four-game series this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Kicker 1590 and 99.3 FM. Astros also have an afternoon game today, closing out their series with the A's. Lakers move on, beating the Warriors last night, 1-0 three to 100 tonight pacers and wizards in a play-in game tip at seven o'clock crawford softball shut out winthor six to nothing in game one last night game two tonight at six in baseball hudson beat late belton two to one game two today at five troy lost in two games to malakov and china springs in a one-game playoff series with russ in navasota first pitch at five o'clock 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Mosley. It is uh, Garrett Ross in for uh, Stephen Simcox. Stephen may join us next week. Whenever he feels like it, Stephen is welcome to come back to us. You just heard Ward talking about it. The Rangers. Oh, man. Just when they got, you know, kind of exciting, they lose six in a row. Then they get no hit last night for the second uh, time this season. Uh, Garrett, I think that's six no-hitters now Mm -hmm. in a year when – the strikeout has become a nasty word because people are the strikeouts are up huge. Everybody's trying to hit home runs. It's either home run or buzzed. So they're striking out or hitting home runs, and they've deadened the balls. They decided to deaden the balls this year. I mean, they've been pretty open about that. And pitchers are great, but still, there's some things in place. And so there may be some people out there like, oh, this is awesome. I love no hitters. But I think – when you have six of them, and we're still sitting here on May 20th, you got issues. You got issues with the game. And it might, you know, it's fun for the Yankees, fun for Kluber. Uh, Pitched one inning for the Rangers, didn't work out. The local men from Coppell, Texas. And then this goes happens. Today, Rangers did get some hits. I just looked. They are down two to nothing in the bottom of the eighth. One out. And, um. Dane Dunning went out there and uh, had six innings, uh, one walk, four hits, and uh, gave up zero earned runs. And then King comes in and does his thing, and, you know, four hits, two earned runs, gives up a couple of runs in the top of the seventh, and the Yankees are up 2 nothing. Okay, the Yankees have, are trying to right the ship. They sort of have, obviously, and they're just dominating. Rangers got one win, but for the most part, I mean, you're up there, and you get your second – you get no hit for the second time in one season. Getting no hit once in a season is tough. And I just think back to the Rangers teams of my childhood, and then even as I grew up a little bit, I think of Franco, and I think of Palmero, and I think and I know Palmero had some help. Maybe, maybe Julio did too. But I think of all those guys. I think those years with Will Clark, and, and just – the monstrous home run numbers. You could go back to Sierra and, and Juan, obviously. And and if there was anything this team could do, it was hit the ball. Well, now they've got some guys that can hit for power, but they can't control the bat. They don't really – I mean, Gallo has been walking a lot early this season. I don't think anybody's that excited about that. And so Rangers about to lose again. And I would say the only good sign about that is that if they fall completely out of the race, which they're doing, they're in the process of doing, then we can see more of the uh, young players. And it, when when, Yon, when uh, Josh Young is ready to go, uh, that'll be fun to see him. He's been banged up, so he's got to get going before he'll be able to come up. And, and uh, they had actually had some pretty good third base play, so we'll see where he fits in. Uh, did you see Garrett Ross, Josh Young, if you like college baseball, his younger brother now plays for Texas Tech. And I was just happening to look at some of the uh, leaders. I was checking on some Baylor stuff in the standings and see what Baylor needed to do against Oklahoma to see if they could overtake Oklahoma State or 
tie with them or whatever they did. And I looked at the young, uh, the the youngest young brother, J U N G, and Garrett. He has eighteen home runs on the season. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the man has a little pop. The next highest number is about fifteen. Now there's some Baylor players that we have some pop. And I think they're hovering around 10 or something like that, 10 or 11. There's some guys with some real good pop in their bats. But this guy is flat-out mashing. So I would say right now, if I were going to pick, like, World Series teams, I think Texas has the pitching. Texas may be right now the class of the Big 12. I think Tech has the big bombers. I don't know if they truly have the pitching to get it done. And then I would say TCU after that. And right now, rankings-wise, University of Texas Longhorns are four. I believe Tech checks in at either seven or eight. And then I saw TCU at 14. Am I missing anybody? Um, I did see on those stats, Garrett, that uh, K-State had some guys that could flat-out mash, which is funny to me. I don't think of that being a very good program. No. They got two guys who are just mashing the ball. They got one guy who is like 14 or 15 home runs, one guy who's 13 home runs on the season so they can hit it they can hit it a little bit they and but they only have one pitcher some of those teams like West Virginia at Kansas State and Kansas they they only have one front line starting pitcher and that's just hard to get through a season teams like Baylor who are fourth you know fifth in the conference right now they've got three great front line and then the bullpen is strong I mean if Baylor could ever put it all together this really is a talented young team and so I, I I think Texas is the best team in the conference I think Baylor and Oklahoma State are essentially tied. I think they're about the same talent. Baylor may actually be a little better pitching. Oklahoma State hits it like crazy. So, uh, anyway, a little college baseball for you, and then we'll continue to give you updates on the PGA Championship at Kiowa Island. And uh, have you looked up there, Garrett? Do you have the TV on uh, ESPN? Mm -hmm. Are you looking at the course like I want you to? Yeah, I've been watching this all day. I've been watching it all day. Good, good. Okay, well. You know, we got a lot of golfers out there. Ben Hagens is in our audience, Trey Hagens, his son, and uh, some, some big-time golfers. You know, that's what they do during a major. Uh, like right now, out at, uh, out at Ridgewood or out at uh, Cottonwood or out at Bear, at, at Bear Ridge, they're all, they're all just kind of uh, gathered around the TVs in the grill room, and they're watching this major. And Keough Island is the kind of place that, just really, really pops on TV. All right, and uh, let me give you a latest um, on on the uh, leaderboard because, my gosh, I'm looking at this leaderboard and it is still one, two, three, four, five guys tied for third. Uh, excuse me, tied at three under at first. Okay, Keegan Bradley, you know him. Victor Hovland came out of Oklahoma State, great young player. I mean, tremendous young player uh, from. Denmark. Where is he from? What is that? I got to look at that. I think he's Norwegian. Yeah, he's from Norway. All right. Brooks Kepka, obviously an American. Aaron Wise, American, really fine young player. If you don't know him, he's, he's coming on strong. And a Canadian, Corey Connors on the leaderboard. So we will um, we'll keep you posted on all of that. But I love during these, during these uh, majors, Watching scoreboard, watching and doing all that, and let me give you just a couple more names while I'm doing this. And then we got to get to LeBron. Um, also tied for first, so it's actually a six-way tie for first place. Uh, Brandon 
Grace. Real good player. I believe he's South African. Brandon Grace, he's tied, so six-way tie for first. And then after that, the defending champ is one stroke off the lead, Colin Morikawa. Wyndham Clark is one stroke off the lead. He hits it a ton. He hits it forever. And then a guy that has knocked around and not been particularly good recently is one under, already in the clubhouse with a 71. He's two strokes off the lead. That is Ricky Fowler. And I would think that's a guy that uh, Garrett Ross would like because he's got the snapback. He's kind of got the hair like Garrett. Garrett, would you, Ricky Fowler, you kind of like his style? I can get down with Ricky Fowler, yeah. I like that. The snapback sets it off. A guy that I get down with is, um, if I can borrow whatever phrase that is, um, I, I like uh, Stuart Sink. First of all, tomorrow is his birthday. Guess who, uh, guess who else turns uh, his same age tomorrow, Garrett? Ooh, I don't know. Would that be you? That would be me. Awesome. We were born on the exact same day, exact same year, Stuart Sink. And uh, he, he's won two uh, tournaments recently. So it's always kind of nice when somebody at your age is still playing really well. And so Stuart um, is in his, let's just call it mid-40s, okay? And um, I'm starting to see if anybody else would get your attention. Uh, John Rahm is also one under, big, big-time name. And then Will Zalatoris threw eight holes. Uh, had a, he had started off poorly, and then he had a big eagle here uh, a little bit ago. All right, here's what we want to do. Um, I, I don't know how many of you stayed up and watch this last night. If you haven't, I want you to watch the highlights at the last part of it because LeBron was going in, and he was going in to, you know, he obviously he's great at drawing fouls. Well, he got challenged by Draymond Green. Now, Draymond is no stranger to controversy, no stranger to technicals. He's gotten a little better about that. He's not quite as whiny as he used to be. But he, he famously basically lost them a finals. He, he literally lost them a finals by getting kicked out of uh, whatever, however many games. I think he missed a game or two, mm-hmm. but he didn't get to play. And, and, and I think that's the biggest reason they lost, and that was before they added KD. I believe that was pre-KD, and that's the one I think they lost to San Antonio. Is that right, Garrett? Does that sound right yeah, to you? Yeah, that's right. So uh, he goes in there, and Draymond, hard foul. Now, I'm glad they called it a – I'm glad they called it a common foul because he, he was really not trying to hurt him. He was just committing a hard foul, and he was reaching up for the ball. And in the process, he did hit him in the head area. Fortunately, they did not call it a flagrant foul. All right, but, he, but apparently he poked him in the eye. And you would have thought, LeBron, maybe his career was over. Like, we would never see him play again. I mean, he's on the ground. And I thought there was a little bit of an international soccer flair to it. Let's see how long I can stay down. Let's sell this thing, and let's try to get a flagrant foul. Well, fortunately, they didn't call it. He makes the first free throw to tie the game at, I think that was at 98. So he ties the game. He misses the second one. It, it was He left it woefully short. And he was kind of messing around with his eyes like something was wrong. And as only LeBron can... Plays breaking down. They've got nothing. Steph is kind of running at him, but he is 30 feet out, and LeBron throws up a desperation three, and of course he makes it, splashes it, and they go on to win that game 103-100. They got a good look. thought the Warriors got a good look late with 
I think that was Poole, okay, over in the corner, and they made a really nice pass over to him, and he had a good look from the corner to tie, and he just didn't make it. And the Lakers came back, and, and they won the game. And, Garrett, let's listen to let, – this is LeBron talking about that shot and kind of what was going on with his vision. Well, the first thing I did when KCP kicked, uh, kicked it out, I looked at the shot clock. Um, uh, I saw it was uh, – had to get it up, uh, at least get up on the rim. Second thing I saw was three rims, uh, you know, from being uh, poked an eye on that previous possession when I drove to the hole and then in transition. So I just aimed for the middle one. Um, you know, I've been – I mean, I practice enough. You know, I work on, you know, my game. And uh, I was able to uh, – the man above and do a lot of practice. So I was able to drain it. <laughs> That's Saw three rims. Saw three rims. I, I don't know. It's kind of funny. I've got, I'm not totally – I'm not totally mad at him over this. I mean, this is – to me, this is some good bull, as the Aggies like to say. Good bull. I, I mean, he's throwing out some weirdness. I just saw, th- I saw three rims. I've practiced enough to be able to shoot it at the middle. Did he have hazy vision? And, and what people are saying now is if they lost that game, he was going to basically say he was blind. Like, I, I had no vision and all that kind of thing. He hit it. It was a great, it was a great play. And, uh, and he knocks it down, and they win. I, I, it's funny to me. I think it's fake. I think there is a – I think Dwayne Wade had a lot of fake in him, even though he's a great player, tremendous Hall of Famer. I'm not down on him as a player, but if you saw that Maverick series in 2006, you know he was flopping all over the place. Ginobili was a, a known flopper. LeBron has that in his game. He's so strong and he's so powerful, he doesn't exactly flop, but I just thought he sold that like crazy by staying down on the ground and all that kind of stuff. Oh, man, the Warriors almost won that game. And the drama, the great drama in that thing. I, I mean, that was some really fun stuff watching that. Um, Garrett, you let me know. When's our next update? When's, is that 46? Is that 46, yeah. Okay, good. Good. I don't want anybody to miss out on our PGA championship update. I love it. I love doing that thing. We'll let Ted Emmerich tell everybody where it is. I want to give you a quick update, if you don't mind, and we can talk. And if anybody wants to sound off on LeBron, fake, um, not fake, just greatness, just greatness on display. I mean, I got to say, the best player for my money on that court last night was Steph. I mean, he just was. Now, AD and LeBron ended up coming back. They were horrific in the first half. I think it, it throw the – the German point guard in there, uh, Schroeder in there too. Goodness gracious. I think they were all a combined like three for 22 at the half. And then they came out and they played a lot better. Schroeder, you know, he, he could not guard. The only guy who even tried to guard Steph or had a chance was Caruso. I mean, think about how sad that is, Garrett. If your best hope against Steph Curry is Caruso, I mean, that's pretty that's embarrassing. Bad. That's bad. But now Caruso was trying like crazy. I thought Caruso held his own, and uh, and I, I my hat's off to him. I like that little bold look he has with the headband. It's a goofy look. He's an he's an Aggie. Um, Want to give you a quick update. This is coming from Orlando, Florida. Uh, just two minutes ago, uh, I, I got the word via Twitter. Uh, Garrett, you probably saw this too. Point Bears. What does that mean? Well, number twenty-one. 
Uh, Matias Soto takes down Big 12 Player of the Year, number 17, Luke Fomba. Fomba, 6-4-6-4, to put the Bears one point away. Baylor now has a 3-1 lead on TCU. Okay, if you get to four, you win. And so that's where this thing is right now. And that Matthias Soto, Matthias, Matthias, anyway, Maddie will call him. He The other day he lost. He, 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 he rarely loses, and he actually lost it to Ole Miss. So this was pretty cool, him uh, bouncing back with a big win. Again, he takes down Luke, L-U-C, Famba, from TCU, 6-4, 6-4. You like this, Garrett, that we have teams from Texas, you know, like Baylor and TCU playing, and there's not a single player from the United States on, like, either team. Well, I mean, it's the game. Because <laughs> when you think of oh, tennis, I'm fine I mean, with it. Yeah, That's I don't what care. you do. you got to go get the Europeans. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not opposed to it. It's just kind of funny. Oh, I mean, it again, is funny. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like you go recruit, but that's it. That's the game. That's where the game's won. Because the European players just come up. Now, there's some great American players. I bet I'm missing somebody. Charlie Broom, Charlie Broom, I, I got to look it up. Um, the one guy is British that I really like on the team. He's in the sixth spot. But Charlie Broom's in the five in the five hole. I, that, that sounds like baseball, whatever you call it in tennis. But um, anyway, they, they, are now, they are now getting close to making, if they win this one, Garrett, I believe they go, they – some people call it the final four. Some people in tennis have been fighting to call it the big four. We'll just stick with final four because it's what we know. But how how awesome is that, Garrett? The Bears. Who let the Bears out? Yeah. The Bears would be uh, final four. Who else made the final four? The men. The men not only made the final four, but they won a national championship. Who else has a shot? Well, softball has a legitimate shot to maybe make the World Series. Baseball has a shot. They'll be in the NCAA regionals. And then golf, the the Baylor golf women, that sounds weird, but women's golf, they they have a legit shot to win it all and to be national champions. That's how good they are. Now, the coach was being modest and said, well, we got a 1 out of 24 chance. Well, that's fine. Okay, you want to be modest, coach? That's great. I'm telling you, they are they are really stacked. I mean, they, they, this is a this is a great team. Um, so anyway, Garrett, what I was trying to do for you, and you tell me how you want to do this. I was going to let you do the update at the end of our, at the end of the next break. Does that sound okay to you? Yeah, that you know works I mean? for me. Like, good, good. We'll just keep we'll keep going here for a little bit, and then that'll time it out. And you can give it, you can give the update, and then I'll come back from that and react to all that. Uh, again, to keep you updated a little bit on what's going on at Kiowa Island. Now, the men, I just gave you the men's tennis. Baylor men's tennis is getting close to wrapping it up and advancing to the Final Four. Okay, that's very exciting. They've been there before, and they won the national title in 2004. In fact, uh, Coach Woodson had to correct me on that the other day, and I was very embarrassed, but it's okay. I've, I've moved on with my life. Um, Garrett, we've got a six-way tie for first place at Kiowa Island. Now, all most everybody except uh, in that in that uh, six-way tie, four of the golfers are already in. All right? Those were all 69s that got them to three under. And Corey Connors from Canada 
and Brandon Grace from South Africa are still out on the course. All right, so if you're if you're home or you're about to go home or you're at the watering hole, get to ESPN and watch this thing. But while you're driving around and hanging out, we'll kind of keep you updated on all that. But I love these. I love the uh, golf leaderboards. We'll get you with a full, like some interviews and an update from Keough Island just in a few minutes. And then we're going to close you out with, uh, we're going to let you hear a couple things from the Cowboys' first-round draft pick. We've been promising this. We will do that here in a few minutes. That is next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's mm-hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. I said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I find myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. for qualified buyer with 4000 down and 2.9%. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Travelers back and soar the savings at the Memorial Day Savings Event at Richard Card. Hit the road to the 2016 Buick Encore for only $152 a month. A 2016 GMC Sierra for only $318 a month. A 2018 Mercedes GLA for $334 a month. Or 2015 GMC Terrain for only $135 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Card. At Richard Carr, we give you more. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet System helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show, presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Do 
with Ted Emmerich. There it was, the PGA Championship update. Garrett, are we good? Did we get yeah, that, we're good. We get we're that good. in like we needed? Okay. All right. Now we're having fun. And, um, again, as Ted just said, interestingly, a former major champion, I think Pedrick maybe has two. I remember one of his, one of his championships. He may have two majors. Uh, but Pedrick Harrington, at age 49, almost on the senior tour, or what they call the champions tour now, he is now one shot off the lead. And uh, there's a big group at three under. And then still on the course, Corey Connors and Brandon Grace. And uh, so a, a lot of fun, and uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, this course is long, and what you want in a major – like, it's okay at the Byron Nelson, where they were playing it last week. If 20 under wins it or whatever, that's fine. That's fine. It was a little wet. It was easy to, you know, it was easy to get some of those holes. That's okay. I mean, that's just what the usual PGA Championship stopped. What you wanted a major is for these guys to be pushed. And if you see the rough and you see the, all the traps and then you see how long this course is, I mean, even – I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I saw the yardage on this thing. It's like 7,500 or 7,600 yards. It is, it is a beast. And, but there's so much trouble to get into that it's not a course that DeChambeau can just overpower. I mean, there are some tournaments that he's showing up now, and because of his strength, he is literally 30 yards past everybody. Now, people want to know how he did, even par 72. So he's in fine shape. He's sitting there. Now, I'll look at his, I'll look at his card real quick if it's, if it's the if – it, oh, I missed it. If it's the, if it's the Bryson DeChambeau that I know, uh, yeah, it'll have, it'll have a million um, birdies and a million bogeys, and that's it. It's not a clean card at all. So I count so – he, so he got to um, – he got to even with, looks like, five birdies, five bogeys. So, for him, that's fairly clean. He'll be very angry because he had a great round going, it looks like. I'm trying to figure out if he played the front nine or the back nine first. But everything was going his way, and he had the thing to, oh, my gosh, he looked like he had it to at least, to at least like four under, and he goes at 13 through 16. Where if the wind's blowing in your face, 
it gets scary. Now, not for him. He should be able to bust it into any wind. But listen to this, Garrett. Uh, DeChambeau goes bogey, 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 bogey. Right there, 12 through 16. So rough, rough times mm-hmm. for him. All right, do we um, – let's do this. Do you have um, – I want you to uh, – we, we've got some Micah Parsons. And this is uh, – we, we've been promising this, and uh, I, I, I just – I find this um, – there's Garrett. I find this fascinating because he he's just – everything about this guy I, is fascinates me. He's a He reminds me of some of those Texas A&M linebackers and then some of the Penn State linebackers from the past. He's the big cat. He's got the length. He's got the speed. He's got everything. I think he's got some major immaturity type things that he's going to have to deal with. But we've been wanting to kind of hear from him because they had this mini camp recently, and the Cowboys sent me the audio from that. Let's listen first uh, to Micah Parsons talking about playing middle linebacker for the Cowboys. Playing Mike linebacker, obviously Will and Mike is just a, like, you know, I'm just coordinating and being, you know, a dominant force. Uh, they won't put me there if they didn't have a need uh, for at Mike. And, you know, Mike linebackers, you get the chance to force. You get to be a Rambo player, uh, get a match on running backs, great chance to play in a box. And I think that's what I do best. If you watch what I did in college, you know, I was able to go sideline to sideline. Uh, this way it don't let, let me just – be able to hit one side lets me go both ways, you know, always be around the ball. So, you know, they know that's what I do best, and I'm excited to start there. I think it's some of the nickel packages from what we're hearing, and he has uh, he has confirmed this, that he's going to line up over there uh, on third down sometimes, he and he may be standing up like you see sometimes uh, uh, in those 3-4 situations where those outside linebackers lined up, I think Parsons going to get right up on the line of scrimmage. But to play Mike, I mean, they're basically saying, uh, Jalen, um, Vander Esch, you're just going to fill in where you can. Now, that doesn't mean they can't be valuable uh, playing the weak side or Sam or in some of the sub packages. I mean, I think they're still hoping that some good things will come from those players. But Parsons is a guy who – I, I, I just find myself too many times watching Jalen Smith chasing players downfield. And I, I think Parsons is going to hit the ground running, and he could be a powerful type force. And he could also drop back and be pretty effective uh, in coverage. Okay? I want to hear a little more of this. Okay, this is Parsons talking about um, watching film and then uh, getting in the playbook. Um, you know, it's a lot of film work. It's a lot of it on your own. Um, besides practice and meetings, you know, you got a lot of downtime. Uh, before I go to bed, before I read the Bible, I kind of just um, look at my playbook and, you know, go over it for about an hour of different things, you know, just to keep that refresh on my mind and, you know, go over film uh, by myself. So, um, you know, I got a lot of downtime. So, you know, it, it's really not too much. All right. Boy, I tell you, that's a good – that's what you want to hear. Uh, Garrett, good God-fearing young man, reading the Bible first and gets in that playbook a little bit, gets over there, maybe gets some um, Matthew, maybe read some of the Gospels, and then maybe gets over there, get a little Old Testament in just to see what's going on over there, see what some of the prophets had to say. Um, also, I wanted to get an opportunity, uh, Garrett, uh, do, you, do, you have that, uh, do you have some of that Joseph ready to play as well? Yeah, I have Joseph. Okay, good, good. I knew you would. Um the the jo- the Kelvin Joseph 
um, pick fascinates me. I think he's got all the ability in the world. Coach Aranda coached him. Okay, Coach Aranda was his defense coordinator at, at LSU. He was too immature, and this is not even from Coach Aranda. This is just public knowledge. He 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 got himself bounced out of LSU, basically. And LSU's not in the business, and Garrett will tell you because he's some kind of huge LSU fan. That's right. They, they, that's not a place, Garrett, where they're just like, oh, man, okay, well, we love you. You're so talented, but but you're just you're not behaving very well, so leave. No, they find a way to keep you generally. They kind of move this young man right on out down the road. He ends up at Kentucky. I've got Kentucky as one of the great halfway houses in college football now. <laughs> um, you know, because, like, Mississippi State was doing that for a little while. This is kind of a an upper-class upper, upper class last chance you. Kentucky, Mississippi State, these are SEC schools that will take chances on character risks. And I would say that um, I would say the young man Joseph is a risk. People are like, oh, no, it's just he was just, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I know the I know some of the rules have changed, and that maybe makes it easier to take a kid like this. But I'm just telling you, once you prove yourself to have issues, it, they don't always get cleaned up just when you have a bunch of money. Money, in fact, sometimes exacerbates some of the bad traits. I wish I, I wish I knew. I wish I could see how that would be with me. All right, uh, Garrett, let's go. Let's listen to Joseph talk about what it means to be drafted as a need player, a guy that needs to step in immediately. I feel like it's a blessing. It's a dream come true. It's a lot of big players that that played before me. So it's like I'm holding. I gotta, I gotta hold myself to a standard, and they holding me to a standard. So I'm just getting better every day and. And learning more every day so I can go out and perform the best I can and make plays for the Dallas Cowboys. All right. I like that. I like that. We got more. We can have more of that as we move ahead. Tomorrow we'll have some things. I wanted to look right before I was sound, sounded off. Boy, the official show of Baylor Tennis. Is that us, Garrett? Can I think so. I think, we can, I think we can take that title. Oh, listen to this. We're, Baylor has won. They beat TCU 4-1. to one. Okay, that's three out of four times this season. It's the fourth meeting. Bears going to the final four. Okay. Uh, we'll take on number three, Tennessee, tomorrow in the final four. Now, if they, I, I think final four may be on the tennis channel. And if you have that, I've got that direct TV. For me, that's 217. We could watch some of this tomorrow. That's exciting. The Bears advance to the Final Four. Let's just do it again. Let's go win another national title. This is like national title U. And, uh, boy, John and I, both uh, graduates of Baylor, uh, we uh, we enjoy seeing. Although John just went on vacation right when the Bears are going to win a bunch of national titles. John just said, to heck with you. I'm going to the coast. All right. Um, we've got game time. Game time. Coming up next with uh, Tom. And there's no telling what he uh, has planned. He'll get you caught up on everything, all these baseball, a lot of really good baseball stuff going on around uh, Central Texas. We've always played great baseball in Central Texas. He'll get you caught up on all the playoffs and everything ahead of you. Appreciate you, Garrett. Appreciate everything you did today. Thanks, man. Always enjoy it. And we will see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good night.